Hello and welcome to the Daily Nugget. I'm Mike Conan and this is today's Daily Nugget. Uh, well, we're talking about the character of God and we're talking about wisdom. And what I thought I might just talk a little bit about is the opposite of wisdom today. That what you and I have naturally is not wisdom. I would call it stupidity and I would call it sometimes educated stupidity. And uh, I, again, I'm not necessarily speaking to you. I'm pointing four fingers at me, maybe one at you. But the bottom line is, on our own, we think that we're making good choices. But in the end, it turns out we don't make the best choices. Uh, Wise choices think long term. Wise choices uh, are able to look past momentary suffering to embrace something good in the future. And almost all of us really struggle with making those kind of wise choices. We have a hard time embracing challenge in short term. It's our natural default setting to not want to suffer, to not want to face challenge, to not want to um, go through hard times and and challenges uh, head on. And uh, it's one of those things why most people don't work out. It's one of those things why m- most people don't eat right. It's one of those things why uh, most people um, don't save uh, like they should for their future. Uh, this is just the reality of most people. Now, occasionally we stumble into the kingdom. Occasionally we stumble, in, stumble into self-discipline. Uh, occasionally we stumble into wisdom and we're able to think long-term and Oftentimes people do that, though, pretty late in life when they're cramming for finals, literally thinking about, okay, I'm going to be retiring soon. I've got to start thinking about this. And so it's like when people turn 50 or like I am in their early 50s, they start thinking more desperately, okay, I've got 15 years to save up enough money to retire or uh, those type of things. And often that is how we uh, live in wisdom and in goodness is when our backs are against all and we have to do it. And I know that's not all of us, and I, I want to be somewhat careful about that. But uh, get, let me give you more examples. Um, there's a reason we have police officers. There's a reason that we have the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. Uh, there's a reason that we have all these government agencies like the IRS and all these things because we don't naturally do what is the greatest good for society. We don't. Um, and some of us, again, are the exception uh, that, that do, perhaps. But most of us would push the boundaries all the way up unless there was a rule in place and someone to enforce that rule in place. Um, and especially if it's going to cost us something. Uh, for instance, you know, a lot of us drive cars that are not electric uh, because we um, maybe you don't believe in whatever the narrative might be that makes you think electric cars are great, but uh, most of us don't think about how much gas we're burning and how much it's going into the ozone and all those type of things. We just, we don't think about it. And, but when the government purposely raises the price of fuel and when government subsidizes electric cars and uh, the government um, changes regulations for smog, as they did in the 80s, and as it continues to do today for new cars, and then when it regulates older cars like it did in the 80s and 90s, especially the 90s and early 2000s, then all of a sudden you're going to care, uh, and you're going to care about it. Uh, I'll never forget when we moved to L.A., and people were describing what the change that happened after the smog regulations came in place. People who lived there for a long time told us about uh, what it was like before and what it was like after. 
and how much clearer it got. And they were surprised at how much pollution was coming out of vehicles. So I know all of us are thankful for vehicles that run cleaner. And I, I know that's true. At the same time, I don't think hardly any of us want to pay an extra $10,000 for a car or an extra $30,000 for a car, as in some cases might be. And so we run into this thing. And again, I don't want to say we're stupid. That's probably a pretty harsh term. But that's one example of how we don't naturally want to do the greatest good if it's going to cost us something short term. And so we end up making choices that are not the greatest good. And Again, it's that idea of wisdom is something that doesn't come naturally to us. Uh, we're naturally self-centered people, and we look at everything. I just was passing in and out of um, Safeway today, and they had one of those, um, or Vons if you're down south listening to this, and they had a, a sign-up sheet out front that uh, was um, talking about uh, taxes and how, how we need to lower taxes. And again, it's that idea of nobody wants to pay taxes and nobody wants to um, pay extra for anything that's our money. And in the area that I live in, it's very left, but they always vote against new taxes, which is ironic and funny and to me. Uh, but we seldom ever pass a, t- pass a tax levy. Uh, the school levies just started passing this area in the last 10 or 15 years. So anyway, all that to say, uh, we could be pretty selfish people at different times. And I can too. And part of what we learn once we learn to walk in God's wisdom is God knows what's best for the world long term. And he knows what's best for you long term. And so when you think about the commands of God, think about that. Think about even if it hurts a little bit in the moment, it's going to be better in the end, and especially the way in when Jesus comes back and there's a new heaven and a new earth. Let's live towards that end and not be stupid. Amen. Hey, this is the ministry of our true legacy. Thanks for listening.